Hey everyone, welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from the Jet Cave. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. Bill, how are you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? I'm living the dream, buddy. I'm living the dream. Hopefully all is well and happy Thanksgiving to all of our American audiences. We hope all is well with you. If you're Canadian, your Thanksgiving was last month. So happy month late Thanksgiving to you. Yes. Thank you, Canada, for being so amazing. Um, so tonight's topic on the Superview Show is mixed bag tonight. And since it's Thanksgiving, since Thanksgiving is tomorrow, Bill, what, what the hell are we talk about tonight? What's going on? Okay, today, we're doing a very tough topic. And that is yes. Thanksgiving movies recommendations. And let me tell yeah. you why this is a tough topic. Because oh, yeah. a lot of movies out there, okay, once you think about it, there's really not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. There's not. We've done the research. There's really not a lot of Thanksgiving movies because there is only one sole one, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But it's like, it's like we, and because, you know, it's kind of like society ourselves. The day after Halloween, guess what? Everyone starts putting up their Christmas decorations. I know. It's and pathetic. Or Thanksgiving, it's like that middle child <laughs> goes from right from Halloween to Christmas. Thanksgiving is like the forgotten middle child. Like, hi, remember me? Yeah, because literally right now my sister is listening to Christmas music as we speak. But go on, Bill. But because you know, it's like it's like you know Halloween. You got all the the slasher movies like. Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Halloween movies, all the monster movies like Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy. For Christmas, you have, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Adaptations of A Christmas Carol and Die Hard, Die Hard. Um, yeah, of course. But Thanksgiving, you really don't have much. Like, it's a shame. It's like, it's like, yeah, there are movies that take place during Thanksgiving, but they're not Thanksgiving. So what we've done is we're going to talk about some TV specials yep. and movie wise. It's not going to, except for the one. And like, there is a movie that sort of takes place during Thanksgiving only for like a little bit, but the rest of the stuff we're talking about, it's more, we've thought, you know, maybe stuff that has to do with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like we have two yeah. football movies we're going to talk about because yeah. football is one of the things everybody thinks about when it comes to Thanksgiving. Yeah, everyone in America at least thinks that. And, you know, and so, yeah, um, so sorry this is a cop-out, but again, folks, we, we we weren't really given a lot to work with. So no. be great, be merciful on us here. Yes, be mer- I will be merciful. <laughs> be, 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 show us a little, show us a little grace. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, show us a little grace. Because yes. again, we really didn't have much to work with. No, we really like that. We probably chose like what eight things total, right? That's it. Yeah, and you're thinking, oh, that's a lot. Like I said, there are movies that really don't have anything to do with Thanksgiving, but since it... Because like I said, a lot of movies, they're not about Thanksgiving. They're 
they just take place during it. And you would say really quick, you're um before we get to work, your sister's already listening to Christmas music. Literally, and just I'm just giving a shout out right now to my sister. But I swear to God, what if I hear tomorrow, tomorrow, I have just quick plug on a side note, everyone. If you follow me on Spotify, I have a Thanksgiving playlist that is purely Thanksgiving, okay? And what pisses me off the most is when radio stations or FM, AM, or even XM, let's just have a Christmas special right now. It's literally November 15th. Chillax. So, No, like Sirius XM, they they start playing Christmas music. Like, they start opening their Christmas station, like, November 1st. And, like, I used to be one of those people, like, November 1st. To start time to start listening to Christmas music, but it's like by the time I get to like between November first and Thanksgiving, maybe I'll listen to a Christmas song here and there. But I don't start going full Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Like my and because if I started listening from November first by December twenty fifth, I start hating Christmas music. I'd be like, we get it, four friend going four. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. I get it. I get it. It's ridiculous, guys. It's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, let me guess. On the fifth day of Christmas, your true love gave to you five golden rings. We get it. But yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So poor Thanksgiving. It's the forgotten middle child of holidays. So absolutely. And we are. But you know bit- what? Like I said, yeah. we. we Show us a little patience here. We didn't really have a lot to work with, so that's yeah, fine. Like but, two of them, I literally just thought of right before we came on. Literally. Um, right, anyways, so, show and, me and, and Bill's gonna Bill's gonna watch the chat board tonight for us. See if see if anyone joining us as well. Um, shout out to anyone who's watching already or listening to us already. Thank you. So let's get to it, Bill. Shall we? Let's do it. So the first one I want to talk about with you guys. Tonight and for our podcast, probably no one's ever heard of this, but it's a movie about called Freebirds, which is basically a animated uh, science fiction comedy film around, taking place around Thanksgiving. This this just shows you how little we've done and how much work went into this show, guys. Um, it's about two tur- two turkeys traveling back in time to prevent their kind. For, to end up on the menu for Thanksgiving. That's literally what it's about. It's got panned by critics. However, it was a box office success. The budget was $55 million. And it grossed 110 at the worldwide box office, which is, you know, it made money. I, will we see another one? I doubt it because it was panned by critics. It came out November 1st, 2013. And to give, like I said, the premise of this movie is that... It's about two turkeys going back in time to prevent all the turkeys on the planet ending up on the menu for Thanksgiving. Bill, what's your take on this? I've never seen this. Based on what I said, though. This sounds stupid. It just, it's one of the, to me, this is one of those animated movies that people like saw but forgot about afterwards. And literally when we were doing our, when I was doing the research for tonight's show, I was like, there's, we just have to talk about something else besides Rudy, Plane Trains and Automobiles, Charlie Brown. We have to talk about other things too. So those are coming later in the show, but I wanted to talk about it. So if you're looking for a, hey, this could be a really fun thing too, if you think about it, Bill. In this movie, if you really think about it, 
this would be a really good game to invent some sort of, and I don't drink. I'm not trying to promote it here, but Bill, this could be a drinking game for you. And I watch how stupid this movie is for Thanksgiving. Yeah. By the way, folks, we promote responsible drinking. We do. We promote responsible drinking on the Super And if you're going to do this, make sure you are staying over your friend's house or you're getting an Uber because we're your friends and friends don't let friends drive drunk. Thank you, Bill. A plus, Bill. A plus. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. Exactly, man. I don't Be even drink friend this holiday season. Yeah, this is this has been a PSA from Bill. <laughs> um, this, I mean, look, and they had a good cast too. It had Owen Wilson, it had Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, and the some supporting roles by George Takai. Oh my! Oh my! I have his autograph. A couple, couple good actors in here doing some voiceover stuff like Kevin Dan Folger, like from um, the Fantastic Beast films. I don't know. Like, honestly, it was probably one of those movies that people saw in theaters and it's like, oh, it's just it's a throwaway film. Like, it's going to get released, see how it does. But the premise does sound kind of stupid. Two tra- time traveling turkeys going back in time to prevent Thanksgiving meals. This is just a cash grab, guys. This is a movie that was made to make other movies. Let's put it that way. And they failed miserably. Really bad. Uh, I, I just but financially, but, this movie did well. Yeah. On a budget of $55 million, it made 110. You you maxed out your profit. So but Congratulations. I don't what studio was this from again? Uh I don't know who are it. Oh, I, I don't even know, but whatever. Oh God, Freebirds! It makes me want to listen to Freebird now. Yeah, Freebird. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not sure what studio this made this, but hmm. oh, it's from Fox Film, 20th Century Fox. So, hey, so if you're looking for a really stupid Thanksgiving movie, watch Freebirds. So, Any other comments for Freebirds, bud? No, but we do have some folks in the chat. Oh, what are they saying? And it is from our two biggest fans, our good friend, Mr. Joe Wiley. Hello, Joe. How are you? And of course, you know him. You love him. You can't live without him. He's the one and only Matt Hemsley. Matt Hemsley, welcome. Matt Hemsley and Joe Wiley are in the house. Um, two yeah, of our Matt biggest supporters here. Um, Joe says, good evening. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Hey. <laughs> and, Matt, I can't think of any Thanksgiving movies either. We know, Matt. Matt, we are, we are trying here, aren't we, JT? We literally have, like, six more topics to go, and then we're done, Matt. Not kidding. Yeah, so, you like, like I said, if this was a Halloween thing or a Christmas thing, we'd be here all night. Oh, yeah. But, unfortunately... We're, all, we're limited to what we got. But what we got is hey. pretty good. Okay, so what's next after Freebirds? All right, it's the two picks. that These two TV specials were something that Bill brought up. We're going to talk about the first one first. And I'm going to let Bill do all the explanation. That's the Rugrats Thanksgiving special. Okay. What do you got? All right. Okay, since I grew up in the mid to late 90s, early In the prehistoric times. 
Yeah, we rode bronchosauruses to school. <laughs> I'm old. No, I'm not. I'm, but this is my daily reminder that I'm three years from 30. But anyway, um, okay. The first, so I grew up during the Nickelodeon heyday when, when shows like Rugrats, another show we're going to talk about in a few minutes, Hey Arnold. And that show, mm, what's that show called? It's about some someone who lives in a pineapple under the sea. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants? Yes. Well, that was just coming. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is called the Rugrats Thanksgiving special or the episode called The Turkey Who's Coming to Dinner. Okay, for those who've never seen Rugrats, JT, be honest, I know this was a little before your time, but I have haven't you seen heard, it. Have you heard of Rugrats, the show in general? And have you watched any of it? Just I've, I, I have not watched it, but I've heard of it. And I, I know what you're talking about, though. Okay, for those of you who don't know the show, it's a show about a bunch of babies who who do who who when their parents aren't there they talk yeah and it's never explained why but we're not going to get into that but anyway so here's what's going on the babies Tommy Chucky Phil Lil and the oldest of the group she's not a baby she's a toddler and the antagonist of the show Angelica it's Thanksgiving, and the baby's families are all over Tommy's house for Thanksgiving. And first, they're trying to get a turkey. And listen, if you're going to a store to try to get a turkey on Thanksgiving, that's basically a death wish right now. He's not kidding. That is basically a death wish. But... So Grandpa Lou, the grandfather, comes back and they bought a turkey. He actually won a turkey. And it's coming in a second, and we'll get to that. So the babies are learning about the meaning of Thanksgiving. And, and their fathers are fighting over what games football games to watch as they have all these TVs. And I just want to say to the NFL, you couldn't pick better games for tomorrow, seriously? But that's another <laughs> conversation. Um, anyway, so, and Angelica's obsessed with watching the parade, and then Grandpa, and then since the women and one of the twins and the and one of the babies' father are worried they're not going to get a turkey. They go to the store to try to get a turkey, which is, again, a death wish. So, and then, hijinks ensues! Who doesn't like hijinks? Do you like hijinks? Me? Hijinks? Yeah, I like hijinks. Do you like hijinks? Sure, let's go with it. Okay, so Grandpa's turkey is delivered. But it's a live turkey! Oh my goodness. The turkey is alive. And the babies start trying to be friends with it. And then Angelica's like, no, that turkey's going to be dinner. And she tries to make a deal and trying to cover it up and put it on her own parade and agree to hide the turkey from the grown-ups. But something screws up. She tells the parent, 
parents, of course, the parents don't believe her because they hide the turkey and do a good job. Right. And okay, spoilers or no spoilers? What should I do? Uh, spoilers. It's fine. Okay. So what happens is, is Tommy's grandpa Lou and his other grandpa Boris. The, it's, it was so I was actually just watching this last night. And Grandpa Boris goes, Lou, why isn't the turkey in the box? Because Boris, my friend, this turkey is alive. And we have to go catch it. And then just them trying to catch the turkey, which is absolutely hilarious. And and like the grown-ups are all fighting. They're fighting over what football games to watch. They're fighting because they couldn't get the last turkey. They're trying to get their own Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, it really shows you in a way, and you know what, we'll get to that in a minute. So when the grandpas are trying to get the turkey, when the grandpas are trying to get the turkey, yeah, it ends, the turkey ends up flying, going into the satellite dishes that destroys all the football games. And they all get angry and start fighting. They think they're going to have they think they're going to kill the turkey and eat it. And then the babies go to try to protect him. And then Tommy's mom, Dee Dee, finally is the voice of reason and says they've all been acting foolish. And they end up eating cereal for Thanksgiving dinner, which is not ideal, but it's a nice message. And because you know what? It's sort of like this, aside from Tommy's mom, the babies are the most mature people in the in the episode. They kind of have an idea of what Thanksgiving's really about, while all the adults are like, "Ah, go turkey! We gotta get something! Ah, you're an idiot!" Ah, blah, blah. Or, "No, what? we gotta watch this football game!" Ah, blah, blah, blah. They really realize what it's kind of sad. The the but it's a good episode, but it's kind of sad that the that the babies are kind of more mature than the adults. And they yeah. kind of understand Thanksgiving a little more than the adults do. Yeah. That and they, you know, in the speech they say Thanksgiving's not about turkey or or football or parades. It's about being thankful for your family and friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that show is really, yeah. A show about talking babies hit the point of Thanksgiving well. Very well. What more can you ask for, man? I know, I know. What more can you ask for? So. I'll tell you what you could ask for. What? You could ask for another Thanksgiving special. From Hey Arnold. Yeah. Well, first I want to say about this. I really like this special. I think it's really, yeah. cute. It's really fun. And like I said, watching the two grandpas go after the turkey is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it's your classic cartoon shenanigans. Nice. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the Hey Arnold Thanksgiving special. Here we go. Hey Arnold. And now this one, I'm going to be honest. The tone on this one. I don't want to say it's more dark, but it's a little more serious. Like, yeah, you don't have two grandpas chasing a turkey, so. Nope. Okay. 
here's the premise. Um, it's Thanksgiving Day in Arnhem School. Oh, not Thanksgiving Day. It's like the day or two before because there's no school on Thanksgiving. Um, and and um, so it's a day or two before Thanksgiving and at Arnold School, they're putting together a play. They have a play about Thanksgiving. And then when the play is over, Arnold and his best friend Gerald will talk in and they're like, hey, so what's your Thanksgiving going to be like? Okay, for those of you who who didn't watch the episode we talked about shows that we hated as kids but love now, and I yeah. talked about Hey Arnold, um, here's a quick synopsis. Arnold's parents are not in the picture because they were called away to do some help in the Amazon and and they never came back. And more of that was answered in the Jungle movie, but Arnold lives with in a boarding house with his grandparents and a bunch of boarders, basically a bunch of characters. And mm. Arnold reminisces about never having a normal Thanksgiving and not just because his parents aren't in the picture, heck, that's not even brought up, but Arnold, but Arnold's grandmother, is not exactly all there. Like, they play it straight up for laughs. Like, I do have a theory that she may have dementia or Alzheimer's, but they play, they don't go into that. They just play it up for laughs. Right. Um, but she gets so confused. So, so what are we doing for Thanksgiving? My grandma thinks Thanksgiving's the 4th of July, so we got to go on the rooftop and barbecue hot dogs. And, and it's freezing outside, and then we shoot off fireworks at the end. The fireworks doesn't sound like a bad Thanksgiving, wouldn't you say? Nah, hey, fireworks are great, man. So that's with Arnold. Then you have Helga, who's sort of like the semi-antagonist. And her family isn't really the best situation. She has parents, and her they... She's kind of ignored by her older sister. She's kind of ignored because they have an older sister who is kind of more favored than she is. Because she's like that perfect, you know, the perfect type that every time you come, you just want to puke. Um, so anyway, um, so it's Thanksgiving. We see Arnold's family do their Thanksgiving or 4th of July celebration. And, and, you know, like there is a scene when Arnold tells his grandfather, why can't we just have a normal Thanksgiving? Like normal people, then, then it shows we'd be like anybody else. And what fun would that be? Mm. And, and you see that Arnold just runs, runs away, but just walks out. And then, and then, um, Helga, you see her family and say, now we got to say what we're thankful for. And Helga says, I am thankful for absolutely nothing. Whoa. That's pretty heavy for a kid's show. Absolutely. And let me tell you, hey, Arnold does have more intense episodes than this, but you know, they she walks out too and they run into each other. And they end up going to their teacher, Mr. Simmons, 
and and the um play that was shown in that was written in the for the school that was written for the school he comes in and first they see all the family sitting there smiling and then he realizes you know he introduces them to everybody goes wait a minute those are the names of the same character in the play and you think it's this happy happy family this is a family that you would not want to spend more than five minutes with like this is a family that constantly fights and argues and it's just is it, let's hold hands and say what we're thankful for like no your sister's a moron You're, okay they don't say this next one well mom's a bitch Again, don't say that. Don't, when are you going to get a job? When are you going to get this? When you, you just, you can tell these are terrible human beings. Yeah. And, you know, Mr. Sims kind of wrote that play as sort of like, this is what I kind of wish my family was like. Because in the play, they're all happy and thankful. And here they're just a bunch of assholes. Damn. And, and there's a part when, when Helga and Arnold are talking to Mr. Simmons and they say, listen, um, I know those, I know they don't seem like the best, but they're very special to me. And I put up with the fighting because I care about them, which is sort of sending a mixed message, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, these are people ideally, you know what, we'll get to it now. That's kind of sending a mixed message. I'm sorry if you have people in your life who are toxic, regardless of whether, if they're family or not. I, you don't want any, if I know, if there are people in my family who are toxic, I wouldn't want anything to do with them. I agree. I wouldn't want them over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or any holiday. No. And it's kind of sending it, like, it's a nice message. Like, you know, like, they always fight, but they're special to me but and i get it your family's your family but again if you're dealing with people who are absolutely toxic and don't really give you anything and i don't really mean materially i mean like they don't make you happy you you don't look forward to being around them then why would you want to be around them for thanksgiving okay which exactly. is kind of jt i know you kind of haven't really watched this but would you kind of say that statement's kind of sending a little bit of a mixed message or am i overthinking no, 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 I think you're bang on correct with that. I think you're 100% correct with that, yeah. Because if you have family members, regardless of whether they're family or not, if they're toxic, you don't want to be around them. You don't want to... And here's what I would always say. I would rather have a small holiday or a holiday alone and be happy than being around people that would drive me absolutely nuts. Absolutely. And... And that's, and I'm not saying anybody in my family's toxic. I'm just speaking generally. Um, but at the, but yeah, that's the, but, and then Arnold and Helga do figure out the meaning of Thanksgiving. And Arnold is like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad. And because Arnold's saying, you know, his family might be abnormal, but at least they give a shit about him. Exactly, yeah. At least they absolutely give a shit about him. <clears throat> and 
held as parents, you know what, I think it's kind of a more tolerate situation because like I said, they kind of ignore her in favor of the big sister, but yeah, they come back and everything's fine. And Arnold's grandmother goes, hey, we decided to have a normal Thanksgiving. Can we still do the fireworks? She goes, sure. And they shoot them off. It's it's fun. Like like I said, this one compared to the Rugrats. Yeah. This one, the tone is a little more serious. And like you can kind of see where both Arnold and Helga are coming from. Like Arnold never really had a real Thanksgiving. And again, they don't get into his parents in this episode. But he never really had a traditional Thanksgiving. Because he is kind of in an unusual situation. And Helga, you can kind of understand when she says, I'm thankful for nothing. And that's going back to that toxic people thing. You get why she's not happy with her family. Because her family basically ignores her. So this show sort of hits everything on on the head. Again, a little mixed message in what Mr. Simmons said. But other than that, I think this special's great. And like I said, there's more dark and intense episodes of Hey Arnold than this, but I think this really hits the nail on the head. And they really do find out, learn the meaning of Thanksgiving. Awesome. Any other Thank comments? you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Any other comments for Hey Arnold, my guy? I think I'm good. Uh, I'm leaving the next pickup to Bill on this one because... This is a this is a, a a film that I I've seen probably. Well, don't only we want twice. to stay with TV specials and do Charlie Brown, or do you want to hold off on that? We'll save that to the very end. Okay. Yeah, but well, let's talk about Rudy. Okay, welcome to TED Talk number two. Because let's face it, before you go off on your TED Talk, really quick, I gotta say this is one of those films where, um, Rudy is, I mean. When you think of Thanksgiving, aside from the, the the gathering of people together and whatnot, you also think of football here in the United States, at least. And Bill is all about football, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Bill? Yeah, I also have a podcast. Sports and Sanity Podcast. Check us out. We're on all platforms. a boy, Bill. Yeah, just, okay. Here's the thing. This movie really has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. No, not real. It has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. But like I said, folks, our options are kind of limited here. So give us a break. Um, give us a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, Rudy. But, you know, since football is a staple of Thanksgiving, I think it's fair to talk about it. Don't you? I agree. I agree. I think it's a good one okay. to talk about. So Rudy is about... It tells the true story of Daniel E. of Daniel Rudiger, aka Rudy. Rudy! And Rudy, his whole life, he has one dream, and that is to play for the University of Notre Dame football team. And, and everyone tells him, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it, you're too small, you're not smart enough. And it is like when you see in the beat, like there is a scene in the beginning when Rudy's a little kid. And when Rudy's a little kid and he tells him, 
and he and and before they're having dinner going anything else and then Moody goes I'm going to play football for the University of Notre Dame one day and the, everyone at the table just sits there and laughs at him so like when you see that you feel bad for the kid absolutely you feel bad for him and you know and his brother's laughing at him and Okay, there are some historical inaccuracies, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, um, so anyway, so anyway, it just basically goes through like there is a scene that I really just really hits home when in the beginning, and it's like really early in the movie, Rudy's now in high school, and and the teacher who's a priest goes goes Mr. Rudiger anything because if you if this was a class on dreaming you'd get an A and he says to the whole class but remember people dreamers aren't doers damn and you just see him getting kicked down kicked down kicked down kicked down but then you see the and then you see when they're going on a bus Toward a Notre Dame and Rudy's trying to get on. He goes, and Mr. Rudiger, Mr. Rudiger, listen, this is not a sightseeing tour. This is for people who really want to go to Notre Dame. And he goes, Yep, yeah, I want to go. He goes, Rudy, you don't have the grades to get into community college, let alone Notre Dame. You just got to be happy with what the good Lord gives you. Basically telling him he again. You can't do it. And then you see, and then a catalyst happens. His friend dies. And that's when he thinks, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm so doing it. And he goes to the University of Notre Dame and he talks to the priest who is the president. Yeah, a lot of priests here because Notre Dame's a Catholic school. So, yep. But, and then he tells him, listen, I wanted to come here. My friend died. And then he goes, okay, you know what? Go to Sacred Heart, which is like the college like near Notre Dame. And we'll see if you get in to Notre Dame. And try to transfer. And then he meets this groundskeeper who I forgot his name off the top of my head. But I said, hey, can I like help you out a little bit because I really because I might be going here actually he goes sure and the guy's a little tougher and you know after semesters that he can't get in it finally gets to the point where it finally gets to the point where he gets his acceptance letter and he's crying tears of joy and he's like thank you god Thank you. And he's like running to go tell his father. And he, and he hands him the letter. He goes, this isn't true. Goes, it's true. I, I got in. And and he's going, Rudy got in Notre Dame. And you're like, and you're like, you're starting to be happy for him. And then, and then, you know, he tries to get onto the football team. And folks, Notre Dame's football team is not easy to get onto. Um, so they're all telling him, oh, you're too small. You can't do it. He tries to be, go on to like the practice squad. 
And then, like, before his senior season, he goes talk to legendary NFL, um, NFL Notre Dame coach Eric Barcigian and says, can you just try to put me on for next year, for my senior year? I'll do my – I'll see what I can do. And Eric Barcigian ends up leaving Notre Dame and then comes Danny Devine. And he's tougher on him. And then he doesn't get in. He doesn't get on the team. But he starts becoming friends with some of the players. And there's a scene, the scene that makes everyone cry. The scene that walks in and says, and they've given up their jerseys and say, for Rudy, for Rudy. They want to give up their spot so Rudy can come on. And he does come on, and he does come on, and and then, of course, the famous scene, the scene that I cannot get through without crying. I swear to God, I cannot get through this scene without crying. When it's the final game, Rudy's in uniform on the sideline, and the whole stadium is chanting, Rudy, 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 Rudy. Rudy, Rudy. And he finally gets in, makes a tackle. What can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said? It is one of the most inspirational films ever. And it is one of the most inspirational films ever. And you finally... You're crying at the end because you saw Rudy throughout the movie being told he can't do it, he can't do it, and he just persevered, persevered, and kept going. And then he finally reached his dream. And Kobe Bryant, the late, great Kobe Bryant, may he rest in peace, um, there was actually a time that he actually met the real Rudy. And it was actually, and he actually told Rudy, your movie's like my favorite movie ever. Oh, get out. That's awesome. And then he and then he said to Rudy son, is this your dad? Yeah, he goes, your dad's my hero. Okay, so who doesn't want to ruin this inspirational story by telling the facts? I will. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, um, because I was gonna do a review on this, but I got caught up with as the old saying goes, life happens. Um so yeah, uh, there. This film did take some artistic liberties. Um, this film took a little artistic liberties. Um, one Rudy. There were two characters that were totally made up, and that was Rudy's older brother Frankie, who didn't exist. Rudy's actually the oldest son. You know how many kids that family has? How many? 14. That's a lot of kids. Every sperm is sacred. They're old school Catholics. They pop them out one at a time. Oh my God, Bill. <laughs> Folks, I'm Catholic myself, so please don't come after me. Um, fine. But I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm Irish Catholic. And the joke is that I heard from a priest one time if us Irish can't take over the world, we'll populate it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, but Rudy was the oldest son, so he didn't have an older brother, so that was made up. And the groundskeeper, he was made up too. Really? 
Yeah, he was totally made up. He wasn't real. I had no idea. You've seen the movie, right? I have, but I didn't know that. See what happens when you hang out with me? You learn all the weird random shit. Um, you learn random facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. Because the older brother was supposed to be like the building antagonist telling him, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. I see. And the groundskeeper was supposed to be the guy to push Rudy. Because like that scene when he quits, going, so what, you, you quit. What, you didn't make it? There's bigger tragedies in the world. And basically tells him, you got this far. Why are you going to give up now? Right, like he course. was supposed to be the built-in inspiration. But he wasn't real. Um, so another thing, yeah, I'm about, you're all going to come. Yeah, JT, please don't tell the good people where I live. Um, Never will. Um, another thing, the scene that everybody cries at, the Jersey scene, that didn't happen. That really? did not happen. I had no idea. Daniel Devine, the head coach of Notre Dame at the time, after that movie, he goes, yeah, um, that didn't happen. Because that didn't happen. If a, if a player put his jersey on my desk, he would never see it again. Huh. Because they all did come back and play. He goes, if a player put that on my desk, he would never see it again. Like, he would not be allowed to come back. And Wow. And they tried to portray Divine as kind of not liking Rudy, but he did actually have a lot of respect for him. And now the one scene that you're all really going to hate me for. Oh, boy. You're really going to hate me for this one, folks. Hate on it. Hate him. Hate. That last scene when the whole stadium is chanting Rudy's name, that didn't happen. It was only an isolated section. Damn, that sucks. And how do I know this? Joe Montana... You know, NFL quarterback Joe Montana, who actually, uh-huh. NFL legend Joe Montana, who actually played for Notre Dame. He was a yeah. freshman when Rudy was a senior. So he said, and him being carried off the field, another scene that makes me cry. He goes, Yeah, that was done as a prank. He goes, Yeah, that was only done by the pranksters on the team. That was only really a prank. Oh, damn. And and then he goes that when the scene was chant when people were chanting Rudy that was only really a small isolated section. Uh-huh. So as you can probably see, Mr. Montana was not the biggest fan of this movie. Probably not. Um, and you know Sean Astin was on Daniel Patrick's show. Goes, what do you say about um Sean Astin who plays Rudy? Going, well, what do you say about what um what Joe Montana said? Goes, well, that's fair. That's fair. You know, he's a real person. And, yeah. you know, they did take some artistic liberties. That is fair. Um, that is fair. Um, and because, you know, because I'm sure Joe, who, Joe Montana, who has six Super Bowl rings and a shit ton of MVPs, I'm sure people don't ask him, so what was it like playing with that guy who was in for six seconds and made a tackle? I'm sure he does not get asked that. I'm sure he doesn't either. But, yeah, but you know what? It's, listen, I know I probably dampened all your moods. I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. You're fine, bud. They did, as you could tell, they did take a lot of artistic liberties. And, you know, as fictional as it is, I really do like this movie. 
And like, trust me, hearing hearing what really happened sort of took me for a loop too. So, yeah. And and I'm like, but but the scene when he's getting carried off, the, the Jersey scene. No, you ruined my life. Thanks, random YouTube video. No, <laughs> but but you know what? I think the message of this film, despite the inaccuracies. If you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Yeah, no, that's very true. And like, look at Rudy. He was throughout the film. He was being told, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And he did it. So regardless of the inaccuracies, this movie, this movie is still good. JT, I'm sorry I ruined this movie for you. You're fine. Hey, listen, I still love it. Don't worry, I, I you know you didn't really really ruin anything, so you're fine. As you know, a lot of people complain about when movies are too historically inaccurate. Yeah, but maybe there are problems when sometimes movies are too historically accurate. True, true. That could be one of our topics. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Because one day I was actually talking about Matt Hemsley with this historically inaccurate movies. I will save that for another date. We'll definitely do that one day. It could be sports. Yeah, we'll it could do that be, one day. It could be biopics, whatever. So, um, so anyway, um, yeah. So Rudy, I like it, and you know, it's a good football movie, and it has a good message, even though it is historically inaccurate. Um, yeah. Okay, so what do we got next? I'll talk about the next one if that's okay, because I've been kind of quiet for most of the show tonight. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll both talk about it because I got thoughts in this movie too. But you know what? Why don't you start off? It's because I just got to plug my computer in, okay? Sure, bud. So, The Blind Side, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a movie that came out in 2009. It's about the, it's about the um, the the NFL um, football player Michael Orr. I think it's how you say his Orr. Michael Orr. You're right. Michael Orr. Yeah. At, I wanted to include this movie tonight for the, on the topic of Thanksgiving movies because uh, number one is a football movie, and you know, with Thanksgiving comes football. Number two, there are some scenes in this movie that t- that have a Thanksgiving like theme to them, where like they had he had he has dinner with them, he has uh, um, uh, Michael has dinner with the family and stuff. I haven't seen it in a little while, so forgive my facts and stuff, but um. This is definitely a movie that I I really liked quite a bit. It made a lot of money at the box office too. It made like I made so on a budget of twenty nine million, it made three hundred nine million dollars. That's pretty crazy. Um, and it even had um, a couple of nominations, uh, Academy Award for Best Actress uh, for Sandra Bullock. So yeah, but honestly, I, I like this movie a lot, and it, it teaches some life lessons as well. But like again, you can do whatever you want pursue your dreams because literally the character of michael the character michael came out of a horrible place and this family basically got him out of there and raised him and made him become what he made him become an nfl nfl uh, football player so bill what is your take on the blind side i mean i haven't seen this film in a while but Uh, i haven't seen it in a while either but no but i do really like it and it kind of does you know what? It can kind of be considered a Thanksgiving movie because it came out around Thanksgiving. What did it come out? It came out November 20th. Wow, that's crazy. 2009. It came out around Thanksgiving. And 
you know, it shows the, it really shows the, um, you know, that he came from a bad place, but he can achieve if he needs some support. Yeah. And you know what's the message I really take from this movie? What? Family is what you make it. It's not always blood. Absolutely. 100%. Because this is a family. This is a family that, you know, because for you probably all have seen the scene. Um, because Big Mike meets the youngest of the family that takes him in. Yeah. And and then he goes, and then and then they see him. Goes, oh, that's Big Mike. And then he's like, "Where going? Going to the gymnasium?" And like they're starting to think he's there because he wants to cause trouble, right? And so Sandra Bullock comes out and goes right in his face. Go, "Why are you going to the gymnasium?" No, and he goes, "Why are you going to the gymnasium?" It's warm. He goes, "Do you have anywhere to sleep tonight?" Yeah, I are you remember staying that. anywhere tonight. And he goes, "Don't lie to me." And then she takes him in. And then, okay, like there is a few. Okay, I was going to bite my tongue on this, but okay, there is some, a little bit of racial tension here. We're not going to get too, too much into it, but you know what? We kind of got to talk about it because it is part of the story. Like yeah. you can see there is, okay, like these people aren't like downright, you know, KKK, Confederate flag type people. No. But you can tell that they do have some internal prejudices. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they never say anything. Right. They never, throughout the, like, the worst that she gets with him is in the beginning is when she's thinking he's going to go cause trouble. That's like the worst it gets. Like, and that's really not that bad. A, what was that? And that's really not that bad to begin with. Like that, she never, they never call him a racial slur or anything. Yeah, they don't call him but, anything bad. But you know, like that scene when he's walking out, and that that morning when the husband says to Sandra Bullock's character, "You might want to go check if he took anything." Like that's as bad as it gets. Yeah, and that's and that's, that's as ve- bad as it gets. That's very coming from the family too. Yeah. And then you know, they like, go, why are you leaving? Let's go home. Do you have anywhere to spend Thanksgiving? And he ends up spending Thanksgiving with them. And then Christmas. And then <laughs> then there's like this scene when they take a Christmas card. Go, come on, Michael, get in the picture. And the yeah. photographer has this weird look on his face. Like, come on, take the picture. And it's sent out going, who's the black guy? Who's the black kid in your Christmas card? And it's not, it doesn't get too, again, Racially, it doesn't get too too bad, right? But like, there is a scene when he's when they're playing at the at the uh, football game, and there's this and there's this kid, this kid who's all like jacked up, and like the fa and like the father goes, "Come on, take down that black kid or something like that." Or who's the on the field? I don't remember what the exact line was. So, yeah, it's fine. Probably something resembling to that. And then when his kid, who's probably jacked up on steroids. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, that kid. No, it's never mentioned. But guys, I'm a sports expert. I know when people are jacked up. 
So you can tell that guy's jacked up on something. And you're like, that's my boy. You know, typical rednecky people who probably do have the Confederate flag on the back of their truck. But anyway, and then when Michael makes the tackle, and then Sandra Bullock looks to them and goes, "You see that? That's my son." And, yeah. And and that's such a nice moment because really is. you're thinking is they really do treat him like he's part of the family and and like <laughs> my favorite part of that scene is because he takes that kid and like throws him to the bus yeah. and then he goes and then the coach goes why'd you do that Michael going I had to take him to the bus why it's time for him to go home <laughs> like go out there and have some fun I'm like but yeah this movie is you know because it is a lot about football yeah and you know, it is about family. Yeah. And, you know, that's the message I take about it. Family is what you make it. And, you know, just because Michael came from not the best situation doesn't mean he's necessarily a bad person. He just didn't come from a good situation. And, like, again, the racial stuff. Okay, some people call it one of those. We're not going to get fully into this, but. Some people call it one of those white savior movies. But at the end of the day, I really don't think it's really that preachy. Yeah, it's really not. Not really that preachy. Like, again, the family in the beginning does have some biases. Right. They do have some prejudices. But it's never outright displayed. Like, you don't see them calling N-word, calling them an N-word or anything, but you know, come to think about it, if if a stranger is in your house, regardless of their race, regardless, no, it's white, gonna be black, weird. Hispanic, you'd be a little, because you'd be thinking, this is a person I do not know, regardless of what their race is, regardless. Of course. I'm not you, saying they were in the right to think that way, but you kind of understand. If a total stranger is staying in your house, yeah, you'd be a little iffy. Right. But that aside like i said the movie i really like it it's not like i said i don't think it's too preachy no i don't think it's too preachy um but and and it's just a really nice story yeah it's it's a, it's a heartwarming story at the, at the heart of it you know and and the um, and I think the really thing that hits me is because you know when when Sandra Bullock says to Michael Orr, "I'm going to need a proper hug," and like when they drop him off at Ole Miss, Michael stands in front of their car. She goes, "What is it, Michael? I think I need a proper hug." And then like it it ends with Sandra Bullock's character saying about a about a kid who was shot in like a drive by who actually ended up being a friend of Michael. Yeah, and saying that could have been anyone. It could have been my son, Michael. Yeah. That really, it really tugs at the heartstrings. Because, again, the message is family's what you make. And, wow, it's it's one of those uplifting movies. I'm sure artistic liberties were taken. So, not, probably not Rudy level, but. Probably a few here and there, but who knows. Yeah, I, I remember they were saying something because I watched an interview, but I can't remember the details. Um, yeah. But 
I think, you know, even though Thanksgiving in this movie only lasts about five minutes, I, I can see it being a Thanksgiving movie. I could too. I mean, it's got elements of it, and, you know, there's, uh, it's football. So um, it has the theme of family. Yeah. Speaking of the theme of family, Bill, I thought of one more film before we get to our last two picks. If you want to talk about it's not a, it's not a football movie, but I think you and I can both talk about it. It's a Thanksgiving theme movie, isn't it? What is it? Remember the Titans. Shall we? Sure. Remember the Titans. I want to touch on this because it's funny. You're talking about like family and you're talking about like integration and football and whatnot. And like, you know, you, I wouldn't really call this a Thanksgiving movie, but I would think it as a fantastic football movie. So if you're looking for another film to watch, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you're looking for a film to watch that aside from, you know, you know, having Thanksgiving dinner and watching a football game, if you want to watch a movie, watch Remember the Titans. Uh, I don't want to go too much into it because we've got a lot of you know, two more picks, but um, okay, honestly. You, you're gonna, okay, I'm probably going to get hated for this. I've never seen this movie. Bill, what the hell? <laughs> like, I know the basis of it. You of all people have not seen Remember the Titans? No, I haven't. Bill. Oh my God. All right. So listen. I gotta go watch this now, don't I? Th- this is on your watches. Watch this tomorrow when you wake up. Um, okay, you know, I'm gonna let you talk about this, but I'll I do know the basis. I do know mainly, the basis. Mainly because the soundtrack is really good as well. That was another big thing as well about this movie. Um it's based on the truth, and I'm re- I guess I'm reading this right off of the Wikipedia page, but it's the accurate statement. It's the it's the story of a football coach named Herman Boone who his attempt to integrate the T.C. Williams High School football team in Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia, 1971, basically taking white students and black students and integrating them together. Uh, And it was a brilliant movie, Bill. It was a fantastic film. I've seen Um, parts of it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end. Like, basically, it, 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 it... it's a football movie, but it also there's a lot of like you, you were talking about racial and stuff like that. But like, the, it, it basically, it's about like it's about this this team how they they, they bond together and regardless of how, what their skin color is, they bond together as people. And it's a very very fantastic movie. If, if you want, if you're looking for a film, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a film that is highly not I shouldn't say highly, but it's like it's one of those movies that just integrates. And it talks about equality. Then this is one of those ones as well. It's, it's and it shows how you can do it without any without any problem whatsoever. Um, I personally, and obviously one of the biggest things in the movie is na 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 hey hey but goodbye na 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 hey 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 goodbye. Um, there is some as the Wikipedia page. There is a historical accuracy to it. There's other things about it. I'm not going to go into too much now because it's way too much. It's a really fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. But the soundtrack, too, there's a really good one. Uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Spirit in the Sky, Peace Train, Up, uh, I Want to Take You Higher. There's a lot of really, Spill the Wine, there's a lot of really good songs in this movie, too. And it was a, honestly, I got to tell you, this movie in general was a very, very awesome movie to see i saw it 
I forget exactly where I saw it, but I remember seeing it. I was like, that's a, I remember at the end of it, I'm like, that's just a great movie. That's just a great movie. It's a team building movie, all this stuff involved, and I recommend you guys see it. So, Bill, do yourself a favor and go I will see watch this. Watch, remember that you will love it. You will love it. I've seen time. parts of it. I haven't, I just haven't sat down and watched the whole thing. That's fine. But like, like I said, remember the Titans. I just want to touch it because it was a football movie. I said, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. Any other comments from Remember the Titans? But because there's not, not, not much else I want to say about it. But there's not really like, much I can say about it. But I know the story that he's trying to build a team together, both black and white. Yeah. In 1971. Um, it was fantastic. So, and then Denzel Washington is in it. And oh my God. Just a great, all around great movie. Fantastic. Fantastic movie. Anyways, so that's my our last pick for sports films, ladies and gentlemen. I have to do there, with Thanksgiving. There is and have to have to do with Thanksgiving. There's one more movie I want to touch on that actually is kind of a Thanksgiving movie. It's like really the only Thanksgiving movie out there. We could think of it too. It's a travel film called Planes, Trains, Trains and, automobiles. and Automobiles. This movie, I'll I'll talk about it first for a little bit. This movie is a is a John Hughes movie. It stars Steve Martin and John Candy. And it's about a guy who is on his way home to, for Thanksgiving to spend Thanksgiving with his family. But he he shares three days with this guy because like he, he got on the wrong flight. He misses flight. It's everything that goes wrong with traveling and happens in this movie. And it's hysterical. Like he he had to go to New York, but he was in like St. He flew from St. Louis to like Chicago, to, it was a it's a really fun movie, and it's hysterical too. Bill, what is your take on planes, trains, and automobiles? I've only seen parts of it, but again, I know the basis of it. But it yeah. is really funny. Like I like that scene when they're like sleeping in the same bed together. They're like, oh, it's so funny. It is, that part is kind of funny, and also one of my favorite movie quotes is in here. Really, which one is it? Next time, have a point. It makes me so much better. That is a life quote right there, buddy. Yeah, folks, have a point. Please, just have a point. Yeah, don't be yapping away and say nothing, meaning nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but John, who, but you know what's really, um, but you know what's really tugs at the heartstring a little bit, even though this is a comedy, when he's finally about to go back and you find out you know, John Candy's character keeps talking about his wife throughout the film, and spoiler, it's kind of revealed that his wife passed away. Yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. And, you know, I think this is a Thanksgiving movie because it, yeah, it does take place around Thanksgiving. And yeah. it is about how, at the end, Steve Martin does invite John Candy to come home and have Thanksgiving with his family. So... Oh, so yeah, you know, John Hughes knocks it out of the park. Yeah, and one thing I want to mention: the release date's November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. I'm not sure if that's actually Thanksgiving itself, but back in the day. But hey, you know anything was the possible. Date changes every year for it. It does. Um, it's just, it, it, this is one of those movies you kind of have to see before you die. Uh, it is very funny. It's a very funny movie. Like there's there's so much in here that's hysterical. Like the, the soundtrack is great. You have like the, the and the chemistry between John Candy and Steve Martin are incredible. Both are incredible. 
So you know, and, quote in Doug Walker from the Nostalgia Critic: "If only we appreciated John Candy when he was around." I know he's one of those guys. That I, I I love him for all the the films he did back in the day, but he he was forever missed. So. Any other comments for playing Trains on this, my guy? No, it's a funny movie that it's pretty much the only real Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, it's true. It's the only one that we could possibly think of that is actually a Thanksgiving movie because it's about traveling during Thanksgiving, which everyone does. So, um, so our last uh, special or video or home, you know, or movie that we want to touch on tonight is the infamous Charlie Brown Thanksgiving classic. Infamous? Sorry, famous. Not infamous. Said that wrong. The famous Charlie Brown special known as the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Ah, the famous when when Charlie Brown misses the football. It's a classic. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. Unlike some people, Dad. Mm -hmm. It's a classic. Oh yeah. Like, Yo, you what's know your take? You, what's your take on Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? I would say it's the um part of the holy trinity of Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special of Thanksgiving of the holiday specials. You have the it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown for Halloween. You have this for Thanksgiving, of course. You have the Christmas special. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a... Do I even have to say it? It's just an absolute classic. Yeah. A lot of people watch this every year. And... I can see why your dad probably doesn't like it because it is a little slow pace. Yeah, he's into that. He doesn't like it because he's like, he has a hey, the Christmas one and the Halloween one were great. But he said, like, no, this one just didn't do it for him. Because you know why? I'll say it again. Thanksgiving is the redheaded stepchild of holidays. Unfortunately, it really is. Or it's like the forgotten middle child. They just Halloween, Christmas. Oh, wait. Yeah, we got you, Thanksgiving. But it's an absolute classic. I like it. JT, what do you think? I love it. I think it's a fantastic holiday special that is, I mean, yeah, the subject matter is not the best, but it's like, you know, because they, they don't mail them, they, they, they can't make a turkey because they're only like kids. But um, I thought it was great, though. Like, because if you if you don't know what we're talking about, they make popcorn, they make toast, they make jelly beans, whatever. That's their Thanksgiving. So because, you know that really shows like Thanksgiving, like what what I talked about with the Rugrats special. How at the end they end up having cereal for Thanksgiving dinner, but yeah. that's sort of like you know it's not really about what's on the table, but about who's around at your table. That's what Thanksgiving is all about, Charlie Brown. It's all about it's all about who's around your table, not about what's on your table. And yeah. And you know what? Listen, no disrespect to Papa Mahoney, but this is a great special. 
I agree. Sorry, Dad. Heads burst your bubble. But... Everyone's entitled to your, their own opinion. As we always right. say, film is subjective. All film is subjective. All animation is subjective. All art is subjective. That's just the truth. So your opinion is no more valid than mine. Bill, I think that's it for us. I think it is too. So I want to thank everyone for watching and listening and all of you who have joined us tonight for this lovely occasion. Thank you for letting us talk about the seven or eight different specials or movies about Thanksgiving. If you can think of any other, sound off in the comment section below. Again, we're really sorry we didn't get to too much, but and we were just pulling random ones out. Because again, there's not that many out there. There's really not. And the, the ones we got, we thought were the best picks personally. Um, and yeah, so, but listen, we hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully happy Thanksgiving, have, folks. Happy from all of us here at the Super Review Show. Um, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Uh, there won't be any videos tomorrow because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Uh, so I, I'll be busy myself. Bill, Bill will be busy by himself. And then we'll, uh, we'll see what comes around on Friday or Saturday as well. Because we have plenty more things to talk about in the pipeline. Plenty more mixed bags to talk about. We're, we haven't even entered Oscar or Grammy season yet. Yeah, Grammy season's coming up. Um, yeah. Oscars. We are gonna we're gonna get our expert in on this one. And who is our expert? Matt Hemsley. Matt. Matt's our Oscar expert. So when we start talking about the Oscars, he's, he's here. our guy. He's and our then, guy. He's our guy. He is our guy, and he's gonna help us out. So thank you so much for watching and listening. You guys are outstanding. We hope you enjoyed this wonderful podcast episode of Mixed Bag right here on the Super Bowl Show. Now, if you haven't already, click that subscribe button and hit the and bell. By the way. What's that, Bill? What's going on? Check out Sports Insanity Podcast. We are on all platforms. Yes, check out Sports Insanity Podcast. He he will be he he does everything so well over there with the Sports Insanity Network of Sports. Or a network. Yes, we're, we're, I'm just a YouTube channel with I have help from Bill and other things. You also guys, and he has a whole network. So lucky him, lucky him. Yeah. You know. Um, but all right, thank you so much for watching, and listening. You guys are outstanding. We'll see you guys next time. But for oh, all happy who are, Thanksgiving. 